0: Hello, this is Ken, your RV navigator. And Martha, the co-pilot. And here we are in December of 2008 for the next big episode. And we're taking a few minutes off between decorating for Christmas and cleaning up after Thanksgiving. Mm, that turkey soup was really good. Uh, yes. We were the hosts this year and had the family over for the big Thanksgiving day. And as soon as Thanksgiving is over, you start decorating for Christmas. This
1: is one of the reasons why I can never be a full-timer, because I have this nine-foot tree with about $7,000 worth of ornaments I've accumulated over the last 40 years. And every time we put an ornament on the tree, I remember how much fun I was having when I bought it. So it's a memory tree.
0: A memory tree full of great, great ornaments, and (laughs) thousands of them, to say the least.
1: And it would not fit in anybody's RV.
0: Okay, so we've been outdoors in the cold. For those of you in the warm weather, we don't have any sympathy at all, but we've been out in the cold putting up the lights and the for the Christmas decorations. You are listening to the RV Navigator, and we want to tell you that our contact information is eight one five two three zero zero seven seven two if you'd like to leave us a comment and of course, the email is navigator at rvnavigator dot com and we enjoy very much hearing from all of our listeners and we do have quite a few listeners and we've had some interesting emails this month. David sent me a nice email that reminded me that I had a bad link on the website and if you find problems like that, uh, please let us know because I don't actually go back and check all the links immediately after posting the website. And so I depend on you, our listeners, to check out the website and to tell me if there are bad links. And I'm more than happy to fix them. And we want to thank two uh, fairly new listeners, uh, Brian and Mike, because they sent us uh, pictures of their rig and they will be mounted along with this month's podcast on the RV Navigator website. Uh, Brian is uh, a a local guy from... uh, the northern Illinois area, and nice to find (laughs) people in our local area that we have to talk to over the the web in order to talk about uh, where to camp and and camping ideas, and Mike is um, bringing up his RV from... believe he said Las Vegas. He bought a used Class A in Las Vegas and will be doing some renovating. He's going to have an interesting problem with his TVs. He was interested in watching or listening to my comments about uh, upgrading a TV.
1: Right now, as you all know, the price of gas in the United States has gotten Unbelievably ever. low. Uh, we were on our trip to New England. We left mid-August, and every time we stopped to fill up, the price was a little bit lower. And now we're at the point where we drive around on fumes because we know the next day the price is going to be even lower.
0: And diesel is down to two sixty a gallon. Gas is at one sixty-seven a gallon. Uh, so, the cost of driving our RV has gone from 49 cents a mile down to 31 cents a mile.
1: What a bargain. And, of
0: course, much cheaper at for the current. 55 cents a mile. 55? That's oh, what you started 49. with? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So, it's even gone down more.
1: As happy as we all are with the price of gas, we know that this is too good to be true. And sooner or later, things wow. are going to be zooming back up again because that's the way the world is. And we're very glad to see that the Damon Company is working on the gas prob- gas mileage problem for our viewers. big way here. Since this is one of the things that has really hurt the industry even before our recent depression, recession, economic slowdown, whatever it is, um, has hit the United States and indeed the world. Damon has come out with the Avanti Motorhome, which is a 31-foot regular Class A motorhome with just one slide. Diesel. That gets 15 miles a gas. On.
0: Fifteen! Wow, that's very impressive. And it is a, a regular-looking uh, co- uh, Class A coach, and it has kind of a European look to it. And I suggest you take a, a quick click on our website and click on the Avanti uh, button, and it will take you to the Damon site, which has uh, all the details about this. But it, it's a very nice-looking coach. Probably the a view of the future of RVing in the United States. They talk about it as being a European coach. You know, with the smooth corners and.
1: But from my way of thinking, even if diesel stayed at $2 a gallon, I would like to get twice as much mileage as I do now. And, and I really applaud this company for doing that.
0: Especially on a 32 foot coach, or almost 32 foot, uh, which really gives you uh, some hope as to the fact that we can possibly have continue our big into the future. And, and the price of this uh, coach is in the $150 range, $150,000 range. Don't we wish? We bought touches. We have matching touches. Matching touches. Now, what is a touch?
1: I think of it as the new and improved iPod, uh, which probably many of you are listening to this podcast on. Yes. It's nice because it has a bigger screen. And the real reason that I wanted to get it is I was one of those dinosaurs that was still using a Palm Pilot.
0: Nobody uses the Palm.
1: From my work days to keep in track of (laughs) of our extensive social calendar.
0: Extensive, yes, Um, indeed.
1: And I was getting a lot of hassle from my high-tech husband. And the idea of having one gizmo that does the calendar and and the iPod iPod stuff uh, rather than two is very appealing, especially as we look ahead to our next airplane trip.
0: Plus the fact that it's extremely small in terms of the screen is big, but it's very thin and very light. Um, Even my iPod is huge by comparison, my old one. So I had a 60-gigabyte classic iPod. But this one is really quite slick, and the screen is really sharp, and you can play games on it. And it's Watch got, movies. And the cool thing is, is to be able to download all these apps <laughs> from the from the app store. And many of them are free. Put photo albums on it. Now you might say, why didn't you buy the iPhone, which actually is a little bit cheaper, it has the same form factor but then has... Uh, cell phone capabilities because this is just like the iPhone except that it does not have the phone,
1: <laughs> yeah, <it really laughs> which is. sounds
0: kind of paradoxical.
1: And you would love to buy an iPhone.
0: Yes, but, but. don't want to have at and So the only service that you can get with uh, A- with the iPhone is AT&T. So if you care to stick with your current carrier, if you're happy with them, then and you know, it's not AT&T, then you're not going to have an iPhone. So... The, uh, the Touch, though, does have Wi-Fi capabilities, and it has the full browser built in so that you can browse the web, and it does maps. It does Google Earth, which is very cool.
1: I was so surprised. I was outside yesterday working on the Christmas lights, and every so often I'd hear this ding, which meant that another email was being downloaded to my Touch.
0: And not only that, but it, it synchronizes, right? It does email and synchronizes. And we're going to talk a little bit today about uh, some Christmas gifts that you might want to consider, and the Touch might be one of them they're actually quite reasonably priced uh you don't need to shop for them because they're always the same price uh we bought ours at costco but uh you can buy it at the apple store or online they come in the 8 16 and 32 gigabyte models
1: and we bought ours with room to grow in
0: well no i had to pare mine down dramatically and we've downloaded a couple of movies that we put on it So the movie is called The Slacker Uprising, and it's the latest from Michael Moore, and it's free as a download, and you can load it on your iPod or your iPod Touch or your iPhone. Um, It's called The Slacker Uprising, and it's at slackeruprising.com. The Slacker Uprising traces Michael Moore's 62-city tour of the swing states during Mm -hmm. the 2004 presidential election and records the thrilling and frightening response he received across the country. You can look at it on your computer, too, in case you don't have an iPod.
1: You found a new RV show that I saw on your computer. Can you download that to the Touch as well? RV Buddies?
0: No, you can't. But we do want to mention the RV Buddies. Uh, The RV Buddies is a new TV show that's an online show. It's not on the TV, as far as I know. A webcast? A webcast, right. And they have episodes. Um, We've watched a couple of them. They seem to be heavy on on self-promotion, I would say. Mm-hmm. The introduction is fairly long and the content is fairly fluffy. But if you're t- wanting to take a listen and and watch some uh, content about uh, the RV lifestyle, you can go to rvbuddiesonline.com. And the episodes are in the 5-10 to 10 minute length.
1: And you can pick and choose what you watch. Yes, it's not which a is linear nice, program. Right. And if you're new to RVing, you might find it interesting and informative.
0: Yes, I would agree.
1: Now, what if I'm riding down the road and I want to download um, something new to my touch? How do I do that?
0: Well, you have to have a Wi-Fi connection. You have to turn your RV into a Wi-Fi hotspot. And how do you do that? Well, you buy a router, and then you buy an antenna, and then you buy uh, three or four other things, and you hook them all up.
1: I don't think I could do that.
0: And your eyes are crossing. Why is that?
1: Because I have no technology skills.
0: Ah, so you go to Wi-Fi in Motion, where you buy the one box that does it all. And so Wi-Fi in Motion um, seems to be the company that uh, people are going to to get a cell phone connectivity for their RV and turn it into a hotspot. And we've talked about the advantages and disadvantages of cell phone versus satellite. They've decided to go with cell phone because it's easy to hook up. But the good thing is, is that within half an hour of getting it, you will be connected. And it doesn't leave you much room for any mistakes.
1: Is it affiliated with any particular cell service, like that's a good AT&T question, and or? I don't
0: know, but it is cell-based, so it's probably either Verizon or Sprint because they have the the best service at the moment. That's not really the issue. The issue is that it's for the
1: like me, <laughs> plug and play.
0: Now we've done the same thing. The the, the Wi Fi emotion is not cheap. Um, between six and seven hundred dollars. Maybe not like and you could and you could do it for substantially less, but if you're a little afraid of buying things that don't work together or you don't know how to configure the boxes, then you might want to take a look at Hi Fi Wi
1: Fi. We
0: have Hi Fi in motion too. (laughs) As well as Wi Fi -Fi in motion. motion. Anyway, it includes everything in in one box, which I I think is a good idea. You know, somebody should come along and do that. Because it is technologically advanced and challenging And then you can share your Wi-Fi connection because it has a Wi-Fi router, which means you can have multiple computers hooked up simultaneously while you're going down the road. One of the things that uh, I believe Mike asked me was whether we use our heat pumps very much. And I think we've talked about this, but... um, Love them. We love the heat pumps, and they've been a, a great asset to us. But one of the questions that we always have is...
1: Is it cheaper to use propane and your furnace or to use heat pump and electricity? And obviously, if you're at a campground where you're not paying extra for the electricity, the heat pump is the way to go unless it gets below 32 degrees because then it doesn't work.
0: But I found an interesting article about this. Um, I've been trying to calculate the economics of using campground electricity versus propane for the fridge and campground electricity for heat pumps or the space heater. Has anyone... Uh, tried to do do this. Well, so here's the calculation for propane furnaces versus electric. I found the so-called 22 conversion in the Escapees' July-August 2006 magazine. The space heater uses one kilowatt per hour to produce 3,412 BTUs at 100% efficiency. So at 95%, they will produce... 3,412 BTUs per kilowatt. Each gallon of propane contains 91,691 BTUs and the author's propane furnace claimed an 80% efficiency which means that you will get 71,519 BTUs per gallon of propane.
1: My mind is starting to boggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's but it's the it's, bottom line it's, here. It's
0: the bottom line. Okay, so we'll skip down to the bottom line. Therefore, if a gallon of propane costs more than twenty two kilowatts of campground electricity, use electric heat. For example, if the campground electricity costs ten cents, that equals twenty two cents for a gallon of propane. If the propane costs more than two twenty a gallon, use electricity. Magic number is twenty two. Propane has to be Less than 22 times the cost of a kilowatt of electricity. And you can figure that out based on? If
1: you have nothing else to do.
0: Well, if you're interested in saving money. Yes, we are.
1: These are (laughs) tight times in our Was that too technical? Yes, it was boring. Just get to the bottom line.
0: But listen, Mike is going to be excited to hear that because he was asking that question. Yeah, now he'll know. Now he'll know. Because we have done the research for our listeners. And they are calling us back on our hotline, the listener hotline at 815 772 And they're going to wish us Merry Christmas. Oh, we should sing at the end of this. We should go out singing.
1: <laughs> RV carols.
0: RV carols. Ooh, Podcasting at the National Parks. This is cool.
1: It is, but, you know, I was thinking when I when I read what you downloaded here, when we first started going to national parks, it used to be so fun to go on ranger walks. We went to places we would never have gone ourselves. I remember wading through the Everglades in hip-deep water and the mud. Um, and we've seen things and learned things that we would never have learned on our own. And the rangers were wonderful in that way. but. These days, with all the budget cutbacks and the fact that the rangers have gotten more and more of a police role rather than an educational role, makes them less available to do what I really liked. So uh, these podcasts that they are making kind of take the place of the walks that you and I used to go
0: on with Friendly Well, Ranger not Rick. exactly. I mean, this, these are just interesting ideas for things to do at the national parks. So if you go to the National Parks website, which I will uh, put in the broadcast uh, page links, in the episode links, um, we find that rangers across the United States uh, have been turning to podcasting as another way to dispense information about their parks. So if you're listening to the RV Navigator, you now can listen to the National Parks. They offer interpretive podcasts about wildlife history and tropical issues such as climate change and fire management. The most extensive collection of park podcasts is from Yellowstone National Park, which is www.nps.gov slash yell, Y-E-L-L. The Inside Yellowstone series has more than 50 episodes, each each one two or three minutes in length. Or if you go to the Yosemite National Park website, which is www.nps.gov slash Y-O-S-E, They have launched a new monthly podcast called Yosemite Nature Notes. A printed publication of the same name began in the 1920s and existed for five decades. And now it's done electronically, digitally. Did you read about
1: Yosemite? They had a big rock slide and it wiped out two-thirds of their hotel-type housing. They weren't sure where they were going to put everybody this summer. Well, I bet
0: you if you listen to the podcast, you could find out. <laughs> <laughs> they also have a section uh, that deals with uh, photos and multimedia, which has video podcasts. Well, is our park service ever keep- it is keeping up with the modern world, I'll tell you. Getting
1: out the information.
0: The RV Navigator is having just so much impact throughout the world. <laughs> These people are just following in our footsteps every every step of the way. By next year, we'll have millions of people listening. I'm always a fanatic about batteries, and I ran across this 10 tips for keeping your batteries in good shape. She's yawning again. There she is. She doesn't care about her batteries. Well, I want it to work when I turn it on. I know, but who's going to make it work when you turn it on? You. Ah, because I've read the 10 tips, right? Tip number one, routine maintenance and recharging a discharged battery as soon as possible will extend the battery life. Hmm, that's a good idea. Don't let your batteries sit while they are discharged. Number two, sulfation will occur when a battery's state of charge drops below 80% or 12.4 volts. What's Re-
1: sulfation?
0: There are plates inside your battery mm-hmm. made of lead, and they get coated with sulfates. It's and part that, of the chemical action? Yeah, and that's bad because that stops them from doing their job. So at 12.4 volts, they start sulfating, and that's only 80% of charge. So keeping the batteries at at least eighty percent will prevent sulfation.
1: That's why you got the solar panel. That's right?
0: exactly right, and that's why we we really don't let it discharge as much as uh, you might think you could.
1: Well, we never need is
0: sun. Never let the battery. But I went out there the other day, and after our RV has been sitting now probably six weeks, yeah, and it was wow. at hundred percent charge. Excellent. So that's doing exactly what we expected. Never let the battery discharge below ten point five volts. You can measure the voltage with a digital voltometer. Measuring the voltage gives you a quick picture of the battery's depth of discharge so you know when they need to be recharged. Set the voltmeter on DC voltage and put the red lead on the positive and the black lead on the negative terminal. If it's below 10.5, you're too... It's too discharged. Tip number four, reducing the battery's depth of discharge will increase the life of the battery. A battery discharged to 80% every day will last twice as long as if it were cycled to 50% every day. Tip number five, RVs have parasitic loads that will discharge the battery over time. Don't we know that? Some, but not all of these loads are LP leak gas detectors. TV antenna power boosters, clocks, stereos, and appliance circuit boards. If your RV is equipped with a battery disconnect switch, be sure it is in the off position when you are not using your RV or when it is in storage.
1: Choose to just take the battery
0: out in the way? I actually took the wire off of it, but now we have a disconnect switch, which That's is very great. nice to have. But I had to physically disconnect it. This just has a, our new one, just has a switch. If your RV is not equipped with a battery disconnect switch, you can purchase a battery disconnect that installs directly onto the battery, which I never did. Hot temperatures and overcharging kill batteries during hot weather or during. Usage, check the batteries frequently. Checking the electrolyte levels and adding distilled water as required can save your lead-acid batteries, which is the kind that we all have. Overcharging is just as bad as undercharging, and converters are very bad at charging unless they have a final trickle-charged State Tip number eight, properly charging your batteries needs to be done in stages. A bulk charge should be performed to return the battery to 90% of full charge in the first few hours. An absorption charge is used for the remaining 10% to prevent any battery gassing and loss of water. And then a float charge to keep the battery fully charged. And this is one of the reasons why I bought the... Um, The converter to go with the solar panel is because it has these three elements built into the solar panel charger, so I always know that my batteries are up to peak usage when I need them. Number nine, batteries should only be watered after charging unless the plates are exposed prior to charging. Number ten, to prevent water loss from bubbling and gassing, leave the vent caps on batteries while charging. So Keep those tips in mind, especially for long-term use of your battery, and you'll be better off. Now, Christmas tips for the RVer. Tips? You mean presents? Presents, yes, yes. And we have a couple of cool ones. Can
1: Santa find you if you're in your RV? Oh,
0: well, if you have a fireplace (laughs) and (laughs) a chimney.
1: (laughs) Which some of them do now.
0: (laughs) One of the jokes about with us is these fireplaces. I know they have electric heaters in them, but...
1: We love real fires With a real campfire But then we're purists,
0: I guess Uh, Well, but these little cellophane fires in RVs
1: Kind of tutti frutti looking
0: Anyway, so we won't uh, offend any more listeners
1: (laughs) (laughs) Who love their fireplaces Who love
0: their fireplaces Well, an electric heater in the RV is nice to have There's no question about that So let's talk about uh, something that makes sense And that's the Peak
1: Why does that make sense?
0: Well, because a lot of people want to do email and they don't want to buy a Wi-Fi in motion, and they just want to do email. And for a long time, people had these devices that you held up to a phone set and you dialed an eight hundred number and it did your email
1: acoustically.
0: Acoustically, right? You know, you had to have a pay phone, which of course these days is hard to find. Hard to find. But let's take that same idea and bring it up to two thousand eight or almost two thousand nine, and a company called Peak has developed a device which you can go to Target and buy for $79. It does one thing and one thing only, and that is it gets email and lets you do email any place you are without any fuss or muss.
1: So this would be a good gift for somebody who isn't like you. Right. Who just wants a nice, simple email device.
0: Exactly. And so this is a device about the size of a cell phone, slightly larger, with a color screen and a keyboard. And it allows you to retrieve your email for twenty dollars a month unlimited service and it does it over cell phones, but you don 't have to have you don 't have to switch to your their cell phone service you don 't have to sign up for cell phone it 's a month by month uh, deal you can use it when you want to and not use it when you don 't want to. Uh, so you buy the device, and then for $20 a month, you can retrieve your email, not their email. Uh, the other one was called Pocket Mail, wasn't it? And yeah. you had to have a Pocket Mail account right. in order to use their email. Right. This you can use, apparently, any email service, um, and you can do it any place you want to, anytime. So you can be driving down the road and pick up your email, but it only does email. No web browsing, no other extras. Uh, for many people, that's all they really want. And especially the ease of use here. And I'm going to put up a a video from David Pogers, or a couple of videos, about uh, the peak. Uh, I don't have one, but it sounds cool.
1: It's too simple
0: for you. Well, I... The touch does pretty much the same thing, mm-hmm. or certainly most many cell phones. And
1: you're never anywhere without your laptop. Yes. So.
0: Another nice present, uh, lots of you take many cool pictures. And it's nice to have pictures on your computer, but it's kind of a pain to show them. To other people. To other people, yes. And so I'm in the process of making my first Blurb book.
1: And you're having fun doing it.
0: I'm having a lot of fun doing it. And so Blurb is a source that takes your pictures, your digital pictures, and you lay out the pages and they have nice templates. You send it into them and they send you back a completed bound hardcover or soft cover book.
1: As nice as any other you've ever placed on your coffee table.
0: Exactly. And they come in different sizes. And
1: when if you go on it. the site, you can see samples of books other people have done to give you inspiration exactly. and ideas. Exactly, and there are
0: thousands of them.
1: And, and you can even offer to sell your book once it's done. Um, I have no idea how <laughs> lucrative that would be. Um, but I'm
0: sure that our listeners will want if to if buy you our con book. con
1: your friends and family <laughs> into I mean? buying your book after you've done it.
0: The best of the RV Navigator <laughs> photos. <laughs> Sign up now. But it's fun. We're in the final stages of making our book. It's obviously just primarily for our family and friends. A nice opportunity for us to share our pictures rather than having them just available digital. So that's blurb.com, blurb.com. You download software called Booksmart. And this uh, comes in Mac and Windows so that you can then design your book on your computer, and then you click the button that says send it to Blurb, you send it to them, and then you can order as many copies of that book as you'd like to. The books come, they start at 40 pages um, for about $50. And
1: they're hard and soft cover? No, I think they're Do much less that? than
0: that. I got the big size, pardon me. Hard and hard soft cover? Hard and soft, soft cover, right, with a huge uh, variety of layouts uh, that can be changed by the page or by buy the book and it has some very nice training tutorial videos too for you to take a look at so
1: and places for you to put text if you want to do a narrative right and they have wedding ones and they
0: have uh nursery ones they have um you know books that are kind of oriented towards that particular book ones cookbook ones (gasps) this would be great we could have the rv navigator cookbook series
1: as soon as somebody starts cooking (laughs)
0: And it has to be without an oven because we don't have an oven. (laughs) Now, let's see. We have a convection oven. I know, but that's not, you've decided that that's not exactly the way you'd go.
1: Or I don't have the skills to use it right, one or the other.
0: Now, at the same time, uh, a lot of people are interested in taking their pictures, uh, making them digital. And I just purchased a very interesting device that hooks up to your digital SLR. And it's a digital duplicator for duplicating your slides. I've had a slide duplicator for a long time, but it's so slow. And it just doesn't do the job the way I would like it to. So I bought a digital duplicator, which is a, um, an accessory that you screw onto the front of the lens. And it has a place to put your slide, the slide in the holder. You aim it at a nice bright light like the window. And you click the shutter so you can take pictures just as fast as your camera will take them. And it does a reasonably good job. Not as good as a slide scanner, but certainly is much faster. And it's called the Digital Duplicator. And it's from Optek, O-P-T-E-K-A. Opteka. And I bought it at Amazon. And you might want to give that a try. I'll also try to put a link on our website for that also. So we have other things that we're thinking about for Christmas. Another high-tech gadget is the Flip. And the Flip is a 3-ounce video camera. Wow. Why is that small? It is. It makes YouTube-type movies, but they have a new one called the Flip Minnow, and it does HD movies. Now, this is nice because you can slip it in your pocket. It's three ounces and, and costs 150 bucks. It shoots an hour's worth of video, and then very conveniently, it has software built into it so you can edit the video. You plug... It's got a USB jack attached to the device, so you can't lose the wire. You plug it into a USB port on your computer. You use the software that's built into the camera to edit the pictures, and you're ready to have a finished product without too much muss or fuss, both Mac and Windows. It uses two AA batteries. I haven't used the HD one, but maybe I'll get one for Christmas. If you're good. Have I been good? We'll see. <laughs> Does that help? Always. Oh, all right. I'm in the good graces of the co-pilot. If you want to level your RV, this is this is an RV leveler device.
1: It allows the user to check the RV's level from inside the cab or from more than 30 feet away. Place the leveler base in the vehicle and carry the indicator to each leveling point. $70 from...
0: So it's a two-piece device, and it looks like it has a remote control. So you set one of them in the in the RV on what on a surface that should be level, and then you can walk around on the outside and level it. Using no, you 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 have to level it manually. But this device you still does.
1: have to drive onto blocks.
0: You still have to. Drive it tells on to you blocks. if you've succeeded. That tells you whether you've succeeded. And that's something we all really love.
1: This sounds like a joke from Saturday Night Live.
0: (laughs) Campfire in a can. Campfire in a can. All right. But every RVer needs this.
1: Um, And sometimes they won't let you make a wood fire. Most of the time these days. Uh, Sometimes you don't find a fire ring. So this is a portable propane gas campfire ideal for campers. Um, CSA approved to 64,000 BTUs. The hottest (sighs) campfire on the market. Safe to burn on a wood deck or a patio carpet, the gas can is the only campfire with a zero clearance to combustibles.
0: Now, but ga- campfire in a can means that you just, it's its a fairly large container, and you take off the lid, and there's the campfire. The propane's inside. The propane logs are inside of it, and you mm-hmm. just hook it up to propane. And the fire in the and picture here
1: looks like it's <laughs> about three feet high. <laughs> You could really go through marshmallows with a fire that size. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and they, it looks like it's in the RV. No, those seats no, aren't in the RV. they're okay. outside on the deck. Okay. okay, but you would want to be a little careful anyway.
1: With a three-foot fire. You, if
0: you crave having a campfire and many times uh, you are not allowed to have real ones, and this you, could or be you a nice need
1: s'mores and there and are no have, fire rings. And you
0: have to have s'mores. So that would be something to definitely have.
1: My husband has always had a Swiss Army knife of some sort. Uh, this has caused us lots of conf- consternation when we go through security at the airport. And they have he so many, to so many cool tools on them. And, and over time, the Swiss Army has added more and more tools to their knives that you can spend ten minutes trying to figure out where in your three-foot-tall <laughs> knife your tool is. And now they've come up with the piece de resistance. right. Eighty-seven precision-engineered tools, spanning,
0: eighty-seven
1: spanning one hundred and twelve functions. <laughs> Unfortunately, this knife weighs two and three-quarter pounds. You'd have to be a strong person. <laughs> and you're not going to put this hand. in
0: your pocket. But it has you should things. see the picture of this. Thing.
1: I've always wanted like a twelve-twenty gauge shotgun choke tube tool. It's eight and
0: three-quarter inches wide. A tire tread. It weighs two and three-quarter
1: pounds. <laughs> You put that I mean, in your Christmas stocking. It it'll fall right to the ground. Doesn't say how much it costs. Doesn't
0: say how much it costs, but it is. Swiss
1: stuff is never cheap.
0: And then the spa treatment in a bag. This is for your wife. I
1: don't want this.
0: Well, many ladies might.
1: 26 products in a toilet free fold out bag with handles. With a one sleeping mask. Evian facial spray, one Pharmacopia of lavender body lotion, a Raz sponge mini net. A do good sleeping mask, earplugs, aroma scent. Th- California inhaler.
0: baby calming aromatherapy bubble bath. Oh my! Oh boy, I can hardly wait to use this.
1: Oh yeah, if you're really into this,
0: the Neutrogena Original Formula Soap.
1: Put put a link on the website, and if somebody wants to buy it for Christmas,
0: you know if Debbie's know. listening. Maybe she could offer special deals on this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it says, "Stop running into low awning arms." Now and this I is thought, a very cool. Am th- I driving now, my this is car into the cheapest thing we're going to...
0: awning? No, or? you're going to walk into it.
1: Why would I walk into my awning?
0: You're not going to walk into the awning. You're going to walk into the arm because it's oh. not obvious. Are you, to you.
1: blindfolding me?
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listeners. Now here's the deal. This is a strap that hangs down from your awning arm, arm or any other thing that might be uh, that you might get whacked with. By accidentally hitting it, and it has a series of eight flashing LEDs. <laughs> That's what
1: caught your eye. Well, of course.
0: To me, it's so, much so, more
1: important not to run into your slide-outs. I see okay, people hit, put it on your slide-out, put on the edge of it, on the, their heads of your, on the corner put of
0: your... it. You can. It doesn't have to go on the arm of the awning. go. It can go on the corner of your slide-out. All right,
1: that makes if you some sense. You hang it down from the
0: corner of your slide-out, and it's got eight flashing LEDs. That's the corner. That part. warn people about the impending danger of the corner of your RV.
1: Or if you're walking around with your eyes closed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well.
1: Hopefully Santa can do better than that.
0: Now what do you mean? That's a nice, inexpensive gift for the average RVer that everybody can use It one.
1: better be inexpensive. <laughs>
0: So maybe you will be able to, dear listeners, send us some more ideas for great Christmas gifts. Um, Probably we won't be able to get to them until after the fact, but tell um, us what what you got. (laughs) And what was under your tree that you really appreciated. And maybe some of these things will be under your tree because there are some cool things here.
1: Or in the stocking hanging from your RV
0: fireplace. Your RV fireplace, yes, as a full-timer. We've never spent our Christmas or New Year's in the RV. So maybe you give us some ideas about what you do in your RV during the holidays. We are uh, going to be home for another month or so. And uh, the next episode will be, once again, done from the palatial <laughs> RV Navigator Studios. Home studio. <laughs> home Studios, right. And then we will be on the road for a while. So shall we send off our listeners with some great music? Yes. Do you have some? Yes. Silent night. I thought you
1: were going to make RV songs.
0: So, oh, I don't have any RV songs. Well,
1: though. I think we should not torture them until we have RV songs.
0: Well, maybe I'll be able to find one. But you don't want to sing now? Not with you. Oh, jeez, oh, that hurts. <laughs> well, everybody out there in RV Navigator Land, are you ready to sing along with me?
1: I'm trying hard to spare you the suffering. Oh, Let's just wish everybody happy holidays and tell them that we appreciate that they are listening to us and we are enjoying talking to them every month, and we hope to keep doing that for many months to come.
0: And thanks a lot for listening, and this is Ken, your RV Navigator, signing off for another year.
1: And Martha, the co-pilot, wishing you happy holidays, and we'll be talking to you in about a month.